Hello, and welcome to Pilot Light. We are your hosts, Colleen and Ariel. And today we will be going, continuing our mini-series, as you will, yes. of uh, Pilots for the Fall 2017 series season with trailers of ABC, ABC trailers. Yes, <laughs> ABC. I don't know, I used some Pilots and I got like The Alphabet off. Network. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Alphabet. That's what they call it. I had no idea. Well, you don't read the trades enough, my dear. I do read the trades. I didn't know that, though. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's what we're doing today. We watched some interesting pilots, to say at least. Trailers to pilots. Trailers to pilots. See, that's what I got. Yeah. I got thrown off. We attempted to, we were going to do, um, what was that show we were going to do? Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Because we both casually watched the first season yeah. and never got past it. But we and didn't know we what thought, happened later on. <laughs> yeah, we thought if we watched the recap of what happened later on, we could watch the rest of it. No, it's too complicated. <laughs> we got 25 minutes into it and realized what the hell is happening. Yeah, I got into part of the recap where they were like, if so-and-so turns into a doorknob, and I was like, I'm not prepared for this. I think that's the most interesting part, though. I want to know why she turned into a doorknob. I guess I just have to you could just go back and watch, watch the show again. Yeah. I feel like that show is just like so, such a different vibe than anything, mm-hmm. which is interesting, so... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe one day when we have enough time, we'll go back to the 25-minute mark and finish it. <laughs> finish it. Yeah. All right. So what's our first show? Um, Alex Inc. Yeah. From creator, producer, I guess, uh, Zach Braff. Yes. He creator, producer, says, writer. Yeah. All the things. Sensei. Literally yeah. part of the part of the trailer is just being like, this job, Zach Braff. This yeah. job, Zach Braff. Yeah. Starring, Zach Braff. Yeah. Directed by Zach Braff. You're like, all right, so. calm down, Zach Braff. I mean, like, here he conquered, like, you know, the indie movie scene with all this cool stuff, and I guess he's like, I'm going to make my mark on TV. I mean, he did pretty good with Garden State. He did pretty good he did with... Um, okay, with Garden State. Everyone, well, it's either everyone loves it or they don't love it, which apparently yeah. is here one of them. <laughs> I haven't really seen it yet, but everyone seemed to like it a lot. And they like his movies and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, they're pretty good. So... <laughs> Um, but what is it about? It is about this guy named Alex. It's based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Start that out. It's about a guy named Alex who's never forgotten the last name. And he quits his job at something. So you kind of forget. It's really he really can't get a job right now. writing happy stories or something. I was unclear whether he worked for a blog or like an aspirational newspaper or something like that. But yeah. he quits his job so he can start a podcast. And that's it. It's like a podcast, but it's a podcast company. It's not yeah, just like, you weird. know, one of our podcasts. It's kind of like... It's maybe a podcast that makes money. Yeah, kind of like maybe like Nerdist, maybe, but yeah. not as hip. So. But, yeah, and it was unclear what... It's, he was like, our first podcast is about family. He's like, okay. And it's good, and he, his enticement so was like, fiction, people are going to come back like and like... Podcasts, so. Maybe it might be stories, like This American yeah. Life, but... Or Night Vale, you know? Yeah. It, it was a little... It's... Interesting concept. <laughs> yeah, apparently he's successful enough to get his own TV show, so I guess Alex Incorporated worked out for the real-life Alex. Yeah, good job, right. Alex. It seemed... What was your impression of the show? I think it seems really cute. I think I'm going to watch it. Or mm-hmm. I guess that's for later on. I think it's really cute. I like the family aspect. I like... Like, I like all the stuff aside from the podcast element. Like, I think the yeah. podcast element has no legs to it. I don't... Like, I don't... People aren't going to get... Like, maybe our generation will get the podcast thing, mm-hmm. but, like, my parents are going to be like, what the hell? Like, who cares? Like, he's starting, he's leaving his job for a podcast company, and you can do it, like, technically on your own, like, us yeah. crazy people, you know? Like, 
doing with your own like personal like stuff and yeah. you know, your own equipment, but instead he's making his own company. quote unquote. Well, not us. I'm saying Ariel's MacBook. <laughs> well, don't sell us. <laughs> don't let people know about our total lack of equipment. <laughs> but I mean, like you know, he doesn't need to quit his job to do this podcast thing. That I don't know yeah. why he doesn't think of the automatic thing of don't quit your job automatically, have the job, and then wait for the thing to be successful. Yeah, I think at one point he's talking to his wife in the trailer, and she's like. Mad at you, and he's like, "Is it because I spent our entire four hundred one k?" And she's like, "No, it's because you lied to me." And I'm like, "You should be mad about the four hundred one k. That's a genuine thing to be mad about." Yeah, for like a podcast. Yeah, and let's be honest, I don't watch talk shows because I find them boring. I listen to podcasts at work, but yeah. I don't have to. I don't have to look at someone just sitting and talking. If we filmed ourselves just sitting and talking, no one would want to watch that. Maybe they would. <laughs> but I don't. Oh, right. you mean for the TV right. show? Yeah, for our TV show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Write in and tell us if you want to see Ariel and me talk. Hey, they have visual ones of Game Maybe of they're envisioning us and we're like really svelte and have giant boobs and stuff and we don't want to ruin that image. Oh, sad followers. <laughs> or maybe they think we're crazy old people. Old people? <laughs> I don't know. Ariel's 47 and I'm 15. Yeah. It's a great duo. <laughs> but yeah, what do you what do you think? What's what else? I thought it was a little bit candy colored. It kind of reminded candy, me of that's like, a good a, way of like an ABC family type show almost. Without an edge. The, yeah, the dead ABC family show. Um, because it was... I mean, it's not ABC I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's freeform. I know. Um, it was, like, almost a little bit too bright. And... It's very cheerful. A little bit slapsticky, almost, in its cheerfulness. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, like, super feel-good. And... Just weird. It's the kind of show I'll probably give a chance, but it might be, like, too happy. Yeah, I like my comedy to have a, like even a little bit of depressing stuff in it, you know? Yeah. Because if it's too happy that I just want to, like, hate everybody in the show. Yeah. Because I get angry about <laughs> how happy they are. But yeah. It's, it's a little different. But I really liked... He was in Scrubs, right? Yeah. All right. I, 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 I was like, is this the exact same? Yeah. yeah. I, mean, he was, I know he was in Scrubs. I don't know who you sure. are anymore. I was, like, I was afraid to be like... He was in Scrubs, and you'd be like, what? No, he wasn't. And then no, I would second-guess my whole life. Definitely wasn't Scrubs. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I love Scrubs. And even though I don't really like his indie movies, I'm going to give Zach Braff another TV chance. Yeah. Well, let's see how he does, I guess. Yeah. Um, so what would you rate this to this show slash trailer? I'm going to give it a six, because it doesn't really have legs for me. Like, yeah. Like, I like the family aspect, but I'd keep the family aspect, get rid of the business aspect, so, like... <laughs> Yeah. Come on, sir. Like, it's not, yeah. I can't wrap my head around him quitting everything and cashing out his 401k for a company that doesn't need to exist yet until yeah. he makes money. So, I don't know. Yeah. How about, how about you? Um, I would give it like a five. Mm-hmm. It looks perfectly serviceable, but it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't grab my attention. And because ABC had like 10 trailers. Yeah. Like at least three of which I think are better. Oh yeah, definitely. This was not near the top of my list. Yeah. And then there's, like, better comedies that they had trailers to, which we'll get into. Yeah. And this one kind of fits in with the rest. This one feels like an ABC comedy of yesteryear, almost. Like, it feels like 2007, this is straight up ABC's, like, lane. But now they're trying to get into stuff like how to get away with murder and all kinds of, like, semi-dark stuff. It feels... Soapy. Almost, yeah, too... <laughs> It feels like almost too candy colored for their. It's candy colored and it's a step back, and it yeah. like it's like you said, freeform. It's kind of like yeah, ABC it feels like app. it should be like Baby Daddy's replacement. Or something. Yeah, it, like it because it has that wholesome value of yeah, Baby Daddy, but not as 
cheesy. I love date baby daddy actually, but like you oh, know what I mean. Man. Baby daddy. Like, well, it's over with. Or everything is overacted. It is, but they're adorable. So. <laughs> so, All right. Yeah. So yeah, solid six of. Let's say we'll, we'll merge them five and a half. Yeah. Five and a half uh, stars. Five we don't. We haven't seen enough to really give it a, one of our yeah. classic units. Yeah. Just yeah, five and a half. Five and a half solid. Full stop. <laughs> All right. Period. Moving on. Next one. The Crossing. Ooh. Do you have any fun tidbits off of IMDb to share with us? Um, it is from creators Dan Dworkin and Jay Beatty, and they both last came off of Scorpion. So mm. they they were on there. So that's one of my tidbits on that. And, <laughs> yeah. All right. I didn't watch Scorpion, so I... Oh, I thought you liked Scorpion. Oh, we have this conversation every time where I say I don't like the pilot and I never watch the rest of it. There is my parents. So like Literally that. every time you're like, don't you love Scorpion? I'm like, no, I've never seen it. <laughs> it seems like the cheesy procedural you like. So. Thanks. Hey, hey, you could tell, call me out on my cheesy things too. Okay, so, so what is this about? Um, this is about uh, a girl washes up on shore, a young girl washes up on shore, and states that they're escaping the war and then there's a whole other people that show up and it's apparently these people are escaping a war that happened 150 years in the future yeah. so they're from 150 years they're from like now. refugees in the future yeah it's a little crazy that part <laughs> was like on the tv line uh like log line it's yeah. like people are escaping for 150 years in the future and i was like sign me up yeah. i'm down and then Halfway through the pilot, they start developing superpowers. That was weird. That doesn't. They need to choose one. Yeah, it feels like I like they lost me as soon as someone was like, "How does she do that?" And there was like a woman who, I don't know, superpower leaped out of a building or something. Yeah. And they lost me as soon as she leaped out of that building. It was. It's a bummer because up until that moment, it was really good idea Mm -hmm. for being a time travel-y weird thing. Yeah. But, like, it's, they're trying to cover too many bases. They're like, oh, yeah. cool, we're going to get the people with the space thing, and then we're going to get people, not space, you know, like, time future, travel. Time, travel thank you, time travel. Dystopia. Dystopia, too. War. War and... Superheroes. Superheroes. <laughs> like, there's too many things going And on. I like all of those things, yeah. but I don't necessarily like them together. Yeah. I was super down for the time travel. Mm-hmm. I was super down for the weird war in the future and the dystopia. Yeah. <laughs> and I do love me some superheroes. And everybody's ever listened to this podcast knows I love me yeah, some superheroes. Yeah, she's really into that. <laughs> but it just, it felt like they were taking something that was like, like a crazy prediction of our future mm-hmm. and turning it into like an, oh, this is going to be heroes yeah. kind of thing. It, I don't know. Because up until that point, sense. you're like, oh my God, like maybe the world is going in a direction where there's going to be some sort of horrible civil war 100 years in the future. And, you know, like, we probably won't invite in event time travel because there's that paradox that's like yeah yeah yeah, 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 time yeah, travel, yeah we will have already experienced yeah, yeah, yeah. um just time travel back that, that one weird thing in like because the rest of it's like oh there's a civil war in the future that's believable yes because you know, people will disagree all the time it's totally something that could happen in america in 150 years yeah then you put in one weird element aka time travel and i'm like oh my god this is gonna be crazy yeah there's gonna be these people that are refugees you know the people in the town have to try to save them and try to prevent whatever is causing this horrible war in the future. Mm-hmm. And then you add in this superhero thing, and it just, it, like, it, it lost all believability for me. Yeah. There's, I remember watching it with, we were watching it with a few other friends, and we were all like, what the hell is happening? Like, why can't, like, why is Literally, this happening? <laughs> the four of us in that room collectively went, like, what? As soon as the superhero yeah. stuff came out. We're like, oh, we're gonna watch that. No. No. So... <laughs> 
one thing that I like the idea of a show, you know, everyone knows my take on time travel stuff and how it kind of like baffles me a little bit. I'm mm-hmm. a little confused all the time. What I don't get is why people would come. I mean, I get why people would come from 150 years to prevent it. And like, maybe it's happening now, but I mean, it's also 150 years from now. So it's like, can they really prevent it in the past? Well, in I specific think that they're just refugees. I think they're just coming. Do you think they knew where they're coming? I don't like know. Specifically? Maybe they went to the past because they don't know what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. Like, it may be one of those things where it's like you get one shot. Yeah. You know, you don't get to, like, go to check it out, give everyone a thumbs up, and then go back. <laughs> like, do you think it's that? Or do you think maybe, like, if they didn't know they were time traveling, they they kept on saying, like, they the whole way they got to the future was, or the past was they swam into the water. Like, maybe they just swam into the water because, you know, like, always those war scenes are people swimming in, and then they realize there's, like, a portal or something, you know? Like, uh, one of those I things thought, from? the impression I got was that they intentionally time traveled yeah. and they mistakenly ended up in a lake yeah. instead of, like, a field. And then they all drown. Maybe. I, mean, <laughs> I have no I idea. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Both of those things are valid because I don't know. <laughs> like, I have no idea right now. Yeah, so I guess we'll have to watch the pilot to uh, figure it out. Yeah. This is probably one of the pilots I would definitely watch. And definitely do a podcast on. And definitely do a podcast on. Um, but depending on how greatly the, the superpowers offend me, I may not watch past that. Yeah, hopefully they get rid of the superpowers, you know? Maybe from early buzz from the pilot, they'll yeah. realize that people, you know, don't really like it or, like, are yeah. attracted to it. So. I feel like they were like, oh, no, like, superpowers are a thing now. We should put superpowers in. Like, you don't you don't have to have superpowers. Yeah, you don't. Plus, ABC isn't a network of superpowers, you know? like I mean, they have all those Marvel shows. ABC Network? Yeah. What's they have, uh, they had, they have Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they used to have Agent Carter, they have Cloak and Dagger. Oh, I forgot about this. I yeah. take back what I just said. <laughs> Inhumans. But mostly because, like, the CW is now that, and so is Netflix. Like, there's enough superheroes everywhere else. Like, even Freeform's going into the ABC. And yeah. Hulu. Hulu's going to the superhero thing. Well, Freeform's owned by ABC, so that makes sense. I know, but it's the point <laughs> of the brand <laughs> network. The brand network. Yeah, yeah, after yeah. learning so much about brands that it doesn't... Yeah. Like, that part is like, meh. So, yes. Okay. Well, it's branded because they're owned by ABC, which is owned by Disney. Well, let me go in my brand okay. brand. Okay. <laughs> brand I did. I'm going to it now. Now that it's over, what would you rate this guy? I'm going to give it a seven. Wow. Seven because I'm going to watch it. I'm probably going to yeah. like it up until the superhero part, and I'll overlook the superhero part. So, yeah. Okay. How about you? I'm going to give it a six. Mm-hmm. If this had had no superpowers, it probably would have been like an eight. Because mm-hmm. I was I know, really, definitely. really on board with the with the refugees. refugees from the future part, but it just it I'm not on board with the superpowers, so I'm gonna give it. A, and it had some kind of obvious exposition, but that might have just been to like trailer. really hammer home the whole time travel thing. I mean, maybe they do the exposition in the trailer so they don't have to do it. Yeah, so much in the, in the actual pilot. Yeah, but so I'm gonna give it a six, maybe six point five. I'll give it a six point five. Okay, so that's a. 6.75. A solid 6.75. Yep. Let's try to see how small of a percentile we can get down. Yeah, it's going to be great for that. We're going to get to somewhere further down. We're going to be like, for the people, it's at 4.341. Okay. Well, I chose that one, too. It was the first one my eyes were uh, on. Okay, okay. Cool. Sweet. Well, check it out. Don't check it out. Who knows? Whatever. It's up yeah, to you. It's, it's up world. to you. It's up to you. So, next one. Deception. Ooh. Here are my facts. Okay. It's from Chris Fedak, who's also the EP on one of your favorite shows, Forever. Oh. And he was also on Shark. So, 
Oh, so man, he has I like cool stuff. So he has cool <laughs> stuff behind him, which is interesting. I actually, I wanted to see if he did anything in psych, but he did not, so that's why I looked yeah. up more or less for curiosity. This feels like kind of a sad departure for him, then. Because yeah. I really like both those shows. Well, maybe he wanted to do silly things. Well, go into what it's about. First. Okay, so it's about a uh, Cameron Black, who's a magician, mm-hmm. a young hip magician who's apparently very, very talented and well known, mm-hmm. and has a super punchable face. Definitely. Who, for some reason, I'm unclear. It was probably said in the trailer, but I missed it. He's decided to start helping the police or the FBI solve crimes through the power of illusion, illusion and deception, so magic. So I know. It's like, I I don't, I'm I'm kind of over the trend of, like, guy who's not a police officer who has a very specific special skill. Helping the police officer. Helping the police. We had Lie to Me. Psych. We had Psych. Lucifer. Well, yeah, I like Lucifer. I know, but we love Lucifer. But you know what I mean? They do have that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Castle. Mm -hmm. Um, What was the one? The Mentalist. Yeah, that's what I was was about to say. Yeah. The Medium. The Beauty and the Beast. Being the beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of over the trend. Yeah. So, but, <sighs> and the guy, like I said, is very punchable face. Yes, he does have a punchable face. I do like magic. No. I like magic. Oh, God. Yeah. You were the one who made me watch What You Call I know, I was about to now say, I knew, I know you were going to use that against me. <laughs> I do love Now You See Me. That movie doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> well, I love that movie. That one's a great thing, but I can't watch magic every week. Like, I think. Well, I don't think he's going to be doing a lot of, like, there's the rabbit, and now it's a bird, or anything. <laughs> but you can obviously see that the formula is going to be, like, him doing some magic trick trick, trick on his uh, stage, or something like that, or that yeah. ties into this, and it has to do exactly with what they're, you yeah. know, I'm thinking it's probably going to so. go a lot more like, um, what was the math one? Uh, Monk? No, Numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> also, so. That's another one example yeah. of guy with special powers. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a lot like Numbers, and that's like, Whatever math equation he happens to be doing this week is super useful for this guy who grabbed a bank or whatever. Yeah. And it's and gonna be too convenient. It's, yeah. It's a, it feels like a very cheesy uh, premise. It, maybe I would have been on board if I liked... You kept comparing it to Cycle you were watching it, and I love Sean Spencer. Oh, yeah, I love... Like, he is Sean endearing. Sean Spencer though. is... Yeah, he's an asshole, let's face it, but he's an endearing asshole. Yeah, charismatic as hell. He's charismatic. This yeah. guy... Is mostly just an asshole. He just doesn't seem likable for a And it's character. totally possible that in the series he's very likable and they chose the wrong footage for the trailer. But yeah. I did not get the impression that I would like this guy on. on or like watching him. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. He's like a magical asshat MacGyver. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny way of describing it. Um, what do you think the future of the show would be? Because I had a problem with, I don't know. Like what? Like a season arc or like... Oh, because we don't know if there's any, like, thread that goes through them besides... Yeah. Solves a murder, solves a murder, solves a murder. Yeah. Uh, he's probably gonna have some sort of lie to me type thing where it's like, his mother was kidnapped or his girlfriend died or something like that. Yeah. You know? Just, the trailer didn't really hint towards, like, a future. Like, it seemed very one note of... Him doing illusion and helping illusion, helping. There was some sort of thing where he seemed to be in trouble with the police, and I wasn't sure if they were going for kind of a white collar kind of angle. I mean, is he he stole a bunch of money. Is he trouble with the police because he joins the FBI, which is what he's so maybe it's like a whole like an illusion of like. (laughs) I wasn't sure if he used his used his powers for evil or something, and then he got caught. 
Um, but since we were trying to power through these things, we didn't watch them twice. So yeah, we didn't. <laughs> well, that should tell you something, though, that, like, we didn't, we don't really know why he joined up, what, Yeah, what's like, I shouldn't have to watch the trailer twice, you nah, know. Trailers should be, like, simple. Come on, trailer people, get it together. I don't know, maybe they just want to take a step. Take a step. Yeah. But, well, what would you rate this guy? I'm gonna give it a four. Oof. Harsh. I don't know. I, I like Psych. Bring me back Psych. So. <laughs> yeah. They are bringing back Psych. Well, that's a movie, but I want it on my TV screens all the time. It's true. So. Mm, yeah. I miss that show. I know. Wait. Um, I would probably give it a five. It's about five. the same level as, as Alex Incorporated for me. Oh, okay. Not, you know, like, not terrible. I'll probably give it a chance, but I probably won't watch episode two. Yeah. Unless I'm wowed by the pilot, yeah. I'm probably not going to watch episode two. I got you. But I like to give everything a chance. Yeah, I give it. That way, also, in case something, like, unexpectedly becomes a cultural zeitgeist, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> in case this ends up being the new Game of Thrones? <laughs> so. Yes, that'd be crazy. <laughs> We're like, did you know what happened on Deception last night? It was insane! That big character got beheaded. Spoiler. I mean, I guess that's what, like, how to get away with murder ends up being for a little while. Yeah. And then, like, it went off the rails. It went way Like, after the first season, everyone was like, oh my god. And then, then it was like, what? Yeah, and then I'd were like, come on, stop killing everyone. Oh, yeah. So, so the next one I wrote it down wrong. So this is, uh, so we give it a solid 4.5. Yep. Yep. That's what it is. Yep. Um, next one. Go for it. Well, I wrote it down as for the peep, but it's really for the people. <laughs> for the peep. <laughs> for um, the peep. Yeah, it's called For the People, and does Ariel have any special facts? Um, EP is Paul William Davies, and he was previously a writer. He hasn't done EP yeah. before on, um. Uh, other Shondaland things like Scandal and stuff like mm. that, but he he didn't have is that. Is this a Shondaland? Yeah, it's Shondaland. Interesting. Yeah, I mean it, it makes. Sense. I mean it makes sense. <laughs> but um, so that's what I mean. It's kind of interesting because he was just a writer, so yeah. So, and then he must be, you know, first EP or created yeah. or something like that. So I'm interested to see where that's gonna what's gonna happen. Yeah, he didn't even have that that many writing credits too. So yeah, but we're curious. All right. So what's about? It is about. A bunch of young lawyers, I think it's public defenders versus prosecutors. Yes. Who are kind of tackling a bunch of cases in the high court mm -hmm. somewhere. So, yeah. Somewhere in DC. Yeah, and it's them being really sexy and, like, you know, obviously sleeping with each other yeah, on the other side. It's like Grey's Anatomy for young lawyers. Yeah. Although I find it less compelling because people aren't. I'm sure they'll do a couple of, like, murder cases and, you know. Big important cases, but it's just not as important to watch people arguing as a room as it is to watch people like try to take a bomb out of a guy's stomach. Yeah, or how to get with murder, killing people. <laughs> yeah, like I yeah. doubt that these lawyers are gonna start murdering people. <laughs> yeah, it seems it seems uh, other than like the sexy, sexy people, you know. Yeah, being which, really sexy it seems pretty normal. Like a yeah. normal premise, it feels very ordinary of them like arguing and yeah, like as sexy as people trying to make lawyering seen in TV. Yeah. It's real boring. Yeah. It is not a sexy thing to do. I mean, do. maybe this is catered to lawyers. <laughs> That's true, but how many lawyers are there in the country? There can't be enough to, to make a demographic of, like, Well, they can argue to make billions of them. <laughs> they can argue their way to the top. <laughs> yes. But I made, I made a comment yesterday that I thought was rather brilliant that what? Emily made fun of me for. <laughs> what? Where I was like, lawyering isn't sexy. That's why they call it law and order and not just law. <laughs> she was like, that makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that. so. There's a reason that law and order is like 85% the order part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just flashing back to 
to you telling that joke. Oh, I was yes. like, this is so great. I'm going to write it down. She's yeah. Like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, where do you think the future of the show is? Though? Probably the future of all kinds of shows like this. Yeah. Some crazy... Something happens yeah. every week. Yeah. There's a lot of sex. Yeah. some point, someone will probably die in a plane crash. Probably. <laughs> probably. As told yeah. by Grey's Anatomy. I used to watch um, Chicago Fire, which is exactly like this show, only yeah. with firefighters. You know, sexy firefighters and yeah. sexy lawyers. Yeah. And I had to stop yeah. after, like, the third couple broke up and started sleeping with a different person and blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. And it was like, after somebody died of cancer and they found a, a treasure trove of child porn in someone's basement, and oh, I was like, all right, I'm done with this show. Sheesh, Lisa. Yeah. No, no. That was the crossover with Law and Order SVU. Ah. Oh, yeah. these crossovers, right? Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. I don't really, I don't know what the future of this show is going to be. That's one thing I like about Law & Order SVU. The crazy, they have a lot of, like, soapy stuff, but it's not all people sleeping with other people in the precinct. Yeah. Know? Like, I don't even, there may have been one or two relationships with people in the precinct, but generally they keep it pretty professional. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Good job, Law & Order SVU. Good job. Sexually based offenses are considered an especially heinous crime. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sweet. All right, so... Rating time. Yeah. What? What would you give it? Ugh. That was my hint to you to give it a rating. <laughs> you gotta go Um, I'm gonna give this, like, a four. Yeah. It seems perfectly serviceable, and if you like these kind of shows, you'll probably like this kind of show. Yeah. But I don't like these kind of shows. Yeah. I don't watch Grey's Anatomy. I don't watch How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah. I don't watch any of the Chicago public service to things. <laughs> Until you gave up on it. <laughs> well, I used to watch Chicago Fire, but then I gave up. And I don't watch Chicago Med, I don't watch Chicago, I don't, waste services or whatever they have. It's definitely not <laughs> something, by the way. But yeah, so, yeah. it seems like a perfectly good show that I won't watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm there with you. I'm gonna give it a 4 to you. I watch, you know, the, I used to watch Grey's Anatomy. Is that a 4 or a 4.2? It's a 4. It's a 4. Uh, you wanna go 4.1 with me? <laughs> If you want to do the math, you can. <laughs> but uh, I watched I watched Grey's Anatomy for a while when I was in high school. I watched I still watch How to Get with Murder. I like Chandelier. I think this is a little too intense for me. It doesn't look interesting. Too intense. It's too intense because it doesn't have all the frilly elements that I want in my like. Aside from people sleeping together, like it's like, too straightforward. Too straightforward. It doesn't seem interesting enough yeah. as these other shows, like The Hook of How to Get with Murder. It's obvious. Grey's Anatomy, like that's just a lot of drama. But I don't know. How yeah. I fell into that hole, but like this one it doesn't hook me enough, and the characters I can't g- grab a hold of them yet yeah. to care about them. That I don't know why. Like I'll watch yeah. the pilot, but I don't know if I'm gonna keep going. There are a lot of jobs out there that I find fascinating that are not interesting to watch. Astrophysics, yes. Lawyering, mm-hmm. any kind of science, basically, unless you're blowing shit up. Yeah. You know, if I'm watching a really NASA, NASA. yeah, NASA, I would love to work in NASA. It seems fascinating, but in reality, probably pretty boring. Yeah. Unless you're the guy going to space, then you're just the guy monitoring the numbers while someone else goes to space. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, who knows? Yep. Yep. (laughs) A solid yep. A solid four yep. (laughs) All right, what's the next one? Uh, The Good Doctor. Do you have any fun facts? I do have a fun fact. It's from David Shore, who is... Dun, 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 dun. The creator of House. Oh yes, it all makes sense. <laughs> before we before we turned on the recorder here, Ariel was trying to give me a guess who the EP was of the show, and I was like, I have no idea. I didn't say the name. I said, what show did he create? I was, yeah, and I was like, I've uh, 
I, how would I know that? <laughs> very obvious. Well, I thought the obvious choice was the EP of Doogie Hauser. It's not from, like, 20 years ago, though. So? That guy's probably not dead. He could be dead. He might be. He might be. <laughs> Nick Wonder Harris isn't dead. No, but he was a child on that show. Maybe the EP created it because he knows what it's like to be a child genius because he was a child genius EP. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll look that up. What's it about? <laughs> okay, so it's about Doogie Hauser. Yes. <laughs> so, um, what's his face? Freddie Highmore, I think? Freddie Highmore, a.k.a. the late Norman Bates. Mm-hmm. Um, Spoiler. Uh, I mean, he's totally still alive, Norman Bates, <laughs> um, is an autistic Doogie Howser, basically. He's a, he's a young doctor with autism. Yeah. Who has some sort of, like, savant-esque powers to, like, recognize what people powers? need medically. Like, powers? Not powers. <laughs> he's, he's very talented in the medical field. He there can, like, go. perceive things normal people can't perceive, yeah. and most people in the the medical field are not down with that as he's like 19 and looks 12. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's all about it. It's called the good doctor for some reason. I don't know. I want, I really want to have an evil twin who's the bad doctor. I mean, maybe it's the good doctor, the good wife, the good fight. I mean, it's a trend in ABC right now, so. They did have a bad teacher and bad lawyer. Both bad shows. There was a bad lawyer. Bad judge. That's there we go. I was like, bad lawyer sounds stupid. Bad lawyer was the sequel to Bad Judge. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on it? Eh. Yeah. It was one of those things where it's like, I don't know how much I'm going to be able to connect with the main character. Mm -hmm. In a movie, maybe I could, but he seems so connected from everybody else around him. Disconnected. Disconnected Mm -hmm. from everyone else around him and such an enigma to everybody else in the show. And he also comes off as an enigma to everybody else who's watching it. And not like a sexy enigma, but like a a child enigma. Yeah. That, I don't know if I'm invested enough. Yeah. And I did like House, which is very like, um, as you said, because it's like a lot of him noticing stuff Mm -hmm. and solving like crazy Medical mysteries, I guess. Yeah. But even I tuned out of House after, like, four seasons. Yeah. I never watched that show, but I heard it was really good. It is really good. Maybe I'll pick it up soon. But it was almost never, uh, what do they call that? I don't know. A friend of mine has it. Anyway. Okay. My joke died because I couldn't remember the name of the disease. Ignore Colleen (laughs) Sloan. I was going to say, it was almost never leprosy, but then you wouldn't expect it to be leprosy either. Wow. <laughs> That's not what it was. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. If you like this, uh, this doesn't really seem at all like something I would watch. I mean, it seems cool enough. If you like medical shows, I guess this might be for you. Mm-hmm. If you like to see, like, people be, like, really intelligent and, like, figure out problems, cool, power to you, watch this show, but <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't, It he doesn't have the likability factor to like, the actor yeah. himself does, but in this role, he doesn't have a likability factor. Yeah, because he seems like he's probably a nice guy, and mm-hmm. he's, you know, clearly very talented, but he doesn't have the necessary, like, um, interpersonal skills, I guess, mm-hmm. to be super likable. Yeah. And he doesn't talk yeah. that much, other than, like, when he's medical. surrounded by people older than him, so you can't even sort of hope for, like, a love story, because it would be weird and creepy. One yeah. of the nurses is kind of his age. The one, the, there's a girl from Misfits. Yeah, I suppose. Antonia Thomas, I think that's her name. So. Uh, she's really cool. She's she also was a huge bitch to him. 
Yeah, but then she apologized, and now they're going to be homies. <laughs> yeah. And then seven seasons on, they'll get married. <laughs> yep, probably. <laughs> Quote us on this. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what would you give it? Um, probably a four again. Four? I really want... Freddie Highmore is clearly super talented. I oh, yeah. want him to be in a show that deserves him. Like, I mean, I, I guess it seems like Bates deserved, but I just want him to... I don't know. It just feels like if he's going to play someone, like, quirky... This is not it. Yeah. It's a different kind of what I associate with Quirky would be Alex in kind of. And I don't know. It's very, it's not having had a lot of experience with autistic people. It still doesn't strike me as a very true representation of autistic people, especially high functioning autistic people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's interesting. So. So. Yeah. Rating. I think I already gave it a four. That was for the people. No, I said it again. I'm gonna give it a four. Oh, okay. I'm gonna give it a four, I guess, too. Because <laughs> I don't want to go. You seem lower. reluctant to go down to a three. This yeah. just seems really mean. <laughs> seems really mean. <laughs> Only because uh, the show does not seem original. Next time we do this, when we do NBC, I'm gonna be just brutal. I'm do like, it. One, two point five. <laughs> I'm gonna be giving it anything a one or a two point five. So, yeah, this show doesn't feel that original to me too. Which yeah, it doesn't be feel that original. My biggest beef. It just doesn't feel like it's like enough for Freddie Highmore. Yeah. And, uh, I feel like we're gonna run into some issues with it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's gonna, it's gonna be on for a while. And does he have a team? Because part of what made House good was he had a team of people. I think he's gonna make, meet that his he, like, team. Boss around. Well, I think That's the true. problem with this trailer, too, was it seemed like it was the first episode of the show. Yeah, they showed us, like, a lot. Yeah. It explained everything to you. I hate it when they do that. Yeah. All that we need to know for this trailer is Freddie Highmore is a high-functioning autistic guy who has a lot of skills in the medical field. Yeah. Full stop. Yeah. And that's it. I and mean, you could have made it more fun, too, but I guess maybe it's a more of a soapy, so. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> if they bring in a, his, his evil twin who's a bad doctor, I'm there. I'll watch the <laughs> shit out of it. But until that day. <laughs> until Norman Bates shows up. Then. Probably not going to watch it. <laughs> yep. Cool. Alright, up next. Next Gospel one. of Kevin. Yes, it's from Michelle Gazikas and Tara Butters, mm-hmm. who were previously on one of your favorite old shows again, Agent Carter. EP. Oh, I loved Agent Carter! Yep, so they were on there. Oh, maybe I'll have to watch the show now. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's kind of seems like a, a vast veer from Agent yeah. Carter. What's it about, Colleen? Um... <laughs> uh, it is about a guy named Kevin. Yes. Who's kind of a ne'er do well. Who. Ne'er. What? A ne'er do well? I've never even heard of that. It means like a, like a layabout, a person who's not. It's a good word. Like a never, <laughs> it never does well kind of person. Good job. Ne'er do well. Good word. Good word. A plus word. Thank you. I think I learned it from a Felix the Cat comic when I was a kid. <laughs> That's a right word from a cat comic. Um, anyway, um, Kevin. Finds this crazy meteor mm-hmm. that crashes near his sister's house, and he goes out there and brings, like, goes into some sort of like fugue state and brings the meteor back. <laughs> and, and the meteor it. turns out to be a like a Latina woman <laughs> who is sort of his guardian angel and tries to make him do good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. What is it? What we both said it reminded us of a specific show, and it was. Uh, Joan of Arcadia. Thank you. <laughs> I had to look when I wrote down. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a few. It's like a weird mixture of like Joan of Arcadia and what was that show? Eli Stone. 
I never actually saw that show. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, um, the one that w- it came out a couple of years ago, it got canceled immediately. It had uh, Maggie, whatever faces from Psych. And um, the one about the hit- oh angel, the angel a- guardian name, something about an angel. Yeah, yeah, angel from hell, angel something like that, something like that. Yeah, angel from hell, anything like that, something like that. But anyway, it was the mean chick from Glee, Jane Glee. Lynch. Jane Lynch mm-hmm. was haunting Maggie, whatever faces from Psych, and she was a Maggie really, Lawson. Maggie Lawson. I really need to know people's names. <laughs> I know. I'm just like the blonde girl. Um, she was haunting Maggie Lawson as yeah. like a really troublesome guardian angel. Yeah. It's kind of what this felt like. Yeah. It's, it felt really preachy. The show feels... It was very preachy. It was very preachy. It's very religious, which I think it was is sticky. very religious, I thought, for yeah. a mainstream show. Yeah. Not that that's bad, but it was no. just kind of an interesting move. It is, and it doesn't mean... You know, because in these, like, in the offices of, you know, like, I would assume of development people, they're always, like, religious aspects of stuff is always sticky, which is why you don't... Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, it's very tricky because you can alienate one religion and the other one and the other... Mm-hmm. You know, like, that it doesn't... It's not going to reach everyone. It's not as Yeah, global. and even shows that don't really deal with religion but touch upon it can alienate people. Like, I'm sure there are people who are highly offended by Supernatural's take on the Christian lore, and Definitely. I'm sure there are people who are highly offended by Lucifer. But I mean, um, like, those are, like... You know what you're getting yourself into in those shows. Yeah. So. Definitely with Lucifer and Supernatural. You yeah, exactly like, if you're, you're, if you're a Bible-thumbing Christian, you don't start watching a show in which the devil is the main character. Yeah. Or Supernatural... Yeah, you know, well, it didn't start them fighting monsters. I'm sure if you were like, oh, I'm down to fight some monsters and cleanse the earth of bad guys, and then they were like, also, we hate Jesus, you'd be like, uh oh. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Actually, they never mentioned Jesus in Supernatural. I, I think that's a very that. calculated move. They talk about God a lot, but they never mention Jesus. Ah, yeah. so, so that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fun fact. Yeah. I've been rewatching Supernatural like it's my job. So it's a, it's I know. Great, it's a great show. I, I need to get back on that train, but it's also I realized too many that, seasons. Like, of the last five ish seasons, I've seen a select few episodes because I'll like, remember it's a thing, tune in, and be like, oh, that was good. And then yeah. just like never watch it again. Yeah. So going through it, I'm like, wow, I've never seen this episode. I've never seen this episode. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> like, oh, it's a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Tuned out after the devil came around. Can't can't come back from the devil. I'm sorry. You can't. Yeah, you can't. It. Like, but they jumped over the shark and they just kept going. And I like the ones where they just keep going with yeah. the shark. Yeah. There's one in which Dean becomes a dog. That's, that's a good one. That's <laughs> that's I mean, there's gonna be a new one which I'm kind of excited about. It's a Scooby Doo one. I'm so oh, excited. Yeah. <laughs> Is it gonna air on Scooby Doo or on Supernatural? Supernatural. It's gonna be a Supernatural hour long Scooby Doo one. Oh, what? Scooby Doo hasn't been rebooted since our last Mystery Incorporated. Oh. Mystery Incorporated. So who are they gonna are they gonna get the Mystery Incorporated voice actors to who's gonna be Scooby in the gang? No idea. Ooh, I wonder if they're having auditions. I could be a good Scooby Doo. You could, or maybe <laughs> they yeah, I wonder what they're gonna do, because they did keep some of the same voice actors for Mystery Incorporated as the previous ones too. Right yeah, now. or they could they're real big on Supernatural of like bringing back people from previous things because they know that nerds watch it and nerds watch other nerd shows. What if they so brought they back like it. old school people like Meg from season one? <laughs> wow, we're really getting I off. We're getting Meg. off book now. <laughs> Meg was around for a long time. And she died. I liked her. I think she was around even after the devil. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 she was because she had yeah. kind of a weird yeah, yeah. romance thing with Cassiel. Yeah. I did not see that part. Oh, spoiler. <laughs> oh, I loved Meg though. She was so good. Oh, yeah. She was so sassy. She's such a good villain. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so. I forget what we were talking about. <laughs> okay. So he does, apparently he's supposed to do good deeds, but he's a really shitty person. Yeah. 
So it's kind of hard. A, like, the religious aspect is going to be tricky. B, like, they don't tell you in the trailer what he's supposed to do. He's just supposed to, like, be he less of a shit person. That's why I was sort of like, do you know, like, if he sees something, do something? Or, like, yeah. is she going to give... I don't know what her name is. Yeah. I don't even know if he, if she said her name. I don't know. Uh, but the Latina lady, like... If. This guardian angel person. I guess it was very. I was like, is she an angel? Is she some sort of like alien? She did come to Earth in a meteorite. Yeah. Um, which is weird. Also, why is it a meteorite? Like, why does that have to do with religion and God and all that stuff? Like, is she supposed to have like fallen from heaven? Is she a bad angel? I'm confused. Is she like some sort of angel who like was she up? in the thing though too? Because I was kind of confused about yeah, whether or not she was in the her, orb or that his, was her, his niece is like, hey, you brought this rock back. I'm like, does she not? And then later on, no one can see the lady. Yeah. So I'm like, did she, like, crack out of the rock like an egg and then became transparent? Like... Maybe she wasn't in the rock, though. That's my thing. Maybe the rock was, like, a thing that fell and it was, like, his one of... Apparent, like... This is... Might be all made up. This is what I assume... Or what I'm... My take on it. Like, maybe the rock came down. He touched the rock and that's how he became one of, like, God's protected people is because Mm. he found the rock and he tried to do something about it. Yeah. So. Maybe that lady was standing there and got hit by the meteor, and now she's dead, and she's trying to get it. Well, that's a little off. A little off. <laughs> Maybe he got hit by the meteor. That's, that's <laughs> true. I mean, we don't know. Like, it's kind of, it's hard to pin down. Yeah. Other than the religious aspects, what the show's So, I guess be. the show's gonna be, like, him going around doing good stuff, like Joanna of Arcadia. Yeah, I guess so. Um, and also, his family thinks he's crazy, because he talks to a lady who's not there. Yep. Um, it's kind of hard to tell why he's so special. And why this lady has been sent be a mistake, some sort of It could be a mistake. It could be a whole good place type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's intriguing. I will give it that. So, yeah. I'll probably check it out. At what's, least a pilot. What's going to be? It was a little too preachy for me, but the, the concept is intriguing. Yeah. That, the concept's fun. Dial down the preachy. Yeah. That, just dial down, like... A whole 20 levels. It's <laughs> not like they were... They, don't get us wrong. They weren't sort of like turn to the camera and be like, accept our Lord and Savior, you're into your life no. or anything. It was more like, they were like, everyone should be a good person, which you should. But yeah. it was just, it was so, it's so much that it was almost like watching it, a children's film. Yeah. Like the last 20 minutes about being a good human. Yeah. It was a little too much. Yeah. Yeah. What would you give it? Um, like a six. Six. Yeah. You want a math one? Sure. I'm going to give it a 5.75. So do your math. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. So half of 25 is... Um, half of 20... Oh, yeah. 25%. Yeah, yeah, I know. Half of 25 is... Uh, I'm gonna 12.5. Yeah. So plus 7.5 is a 9.90.5, I think. Nope. That's not right. 80.5? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> seventy-five plus ten. Let's see. It's eighty-five, eighty-seven point five. <laughs> <laughs> Promise. I went to college and I did math there. Pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Five point eighty-seven. Yes, I won. <laughs> I was faster than Ariel's calculator, but only because she was laughing too hard to type. <laughs> I was. I was. All right. Cool. So it, that's a a five point eighty-seven five. Yeah, a solid that. <laughs> solid five point eighty-seven five. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, next one. Cool. What is the next one? Next one is The Mayor, mm-hmm. which looks really cool. It's from EP Jeremy Bronson, who previously had written on Late Night with Jimmy Fallon and wrote a couple episodes on Grandfathered, which was cool. pretty good. So. Yeah. This is, yeah. for me, the best 
of yeah. the ABC comedy. Definitely. Definitely. I think it looks fun. <laughs> so. What's it about? What's it about? Tell it's, people what it's about, Ariel. It's about, it's about um, an aspiring rapper who decides to, like, do a gimmick by running for mayor and ends up winning. Like, he does it for attention, and then he ends up winning, and now he has to be the mayor of his town. Yeah. And, like, because he goes on a... All these people that go against him all don't know, like, you know, they don't really know the problems of the neighborhood, and he, like, goes on, like, a speech about it, and then that's what cinches the dollar. Yep. For him, so. So yeah. he's sort of the underdog. Yes. He's kind of young. Very young. Yeah, he's like, I don't even know how He still lives with his mom. 20. He lives with his mom. His yeah. mom's, like, stop rapping. He definitely <laughs> does not have any previous experience in yeah. the uh, political world, but he wins, and then... Leah Michelle has to help him turn the city around. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I wasn't expecting to see that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I thought it was a really fun premise. Yeah. Um, the jokes were kind of funny. I actually laughed. Oh, twice. one of them was super funny. The, the one about fire? the fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was one about fire, which you have to see for yourselves. So. Yeah. Um, what did I say? Oh, why is his name Courtney Rose? That's kind of weird. I actually wrote that down, It's too. extremely feminine. Courtney is a guy's name, though. I've yeah, heard my, that my eye doctor's name is Courtney. Yeah, I've heard that. He's a very not feminine Rose man. is a little funny, but maybe that's going to be, like, a joke, I guess. But mm-hmm. it's going to get a little annoying after a little while. I was told, like, yeah. I love dick. Like, come on. Yeah, come on. <laughs> um, I like the characters feel more real than a lot of the characters in the other comedies we saw during this experience. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> they didn't feel like archetypes as much. Yeah. Some of them did. But the friends kind of felt like archetypes. Yeah. Um, but... Like I, for instance, I liked Lee Michelle's character. Yeah, and she's still playing the like kind of snobby know-it-all. Like she didn't Glee, but I didn't hate her guts like I did in Glee. Yeah, um, she seemed more relatable. You know, like she's kind of bitchy sometimes, but she's also really nice sometimes. Yeah. Um, I guess she must have left Screen Queens because remember they said before Screen Queens got canceled that she left to go on this show. Oh, maybe that's like you know the extra nail on top of this. Maybe Queens. I know that Ryan Murphy thinks that she's like. The second coming or something. So she probably left like Emma Roberts too. <laughs> heartbroken and canceled the show. But yeah, sad. Rest in peace, Scream Queens. <laughs> um, what else? Do you have any other thoughts? I don't know. I think it's really cute. I really like so, what's her face, who plays Court- Nicole Brown. Yes, who plays Nicole uh, Courtney Rose's mother. She is funny. Yeah, she's good. She, she was like, hilarious on Community. She seems pretty awesome here. Yeah. It, she like she will you know whip him into shape. I, I like the dynamic of this whole show. Like mm-hmm. the the family dynamics there. The mom is funny. Like yeah, he's and I feel funny. like they can totally bring in aspects of like everything I liked about Parks and Rec about small towns yeah. and their bureaucracies. Yeah, and you know I don't. I just I think it's gonna be good. I think it's gonna be good too. I I we are hoping it's gonna be really we're, good. We're guys. hoping it's gonna be good. Don't mess it up. Yeah, please don't mess it up. So, yeah, I think um, I actually heard about this script like years ago. Really? Someone at someone told me they'd read it somewhere. And they um, were like, they "This is the script. script that I think is going to be really good." I love it when people say that because so many times yeah. you read them and then you see them on TV and they're like, "They're yeah. okay." Like I saw, I someone posted this this trailer to my Facebook page, and I was like, "This seems like something someone told me about before." Yeah. yeah. And even then, like whoever. Whoever it was, as an intern or something at someone at some company, like knew that it was going to be good. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. That's good. So, um, what do you rate it? I'm gonna give it like an eight. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. I'm holding on to my my one through threes yeah. and my nines and tens for, for like something amazing. for like amazing or complete. Nonsense. I think we gave like Jessica Jones like a nine. So. That's true. Um. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna go with an eight. 
Cool. Awesome. The, the trailer yeah. was funny and didn't give way too much away. Yeah. Which I hate. You know I hate that. Yes. <laughs> it's your number one pet peeve. Like, it gave us enough to be like, oh, damn, shit's about to go down. Yeah. Um, and it seemed funny. Yeah, I laughed. Yeah. That's what I look for in a comedy. Yep, yep. That's, yep. Those are the things. <laughs> and it didn't try to tell me I should be a better human. Because <laughs> we hate being told that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with you there. I'm gonna give it an A2. Mm. I really liked it. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it probably every week. It looks hilarious. Yep. Please don't disappoint me. Yeah. <laughs> now you have to actually make it eight. Worthy of an eight. Worthy of an eight. <laughs> it's both of us. Yeah. It's a solid eight right now. It's the high score of the whole yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> come on. You're scoring really high. Yeah. Alright, next, new comedy. Yes. Uh, next one is Splitting Up Together, which is Cool Lady, who, um, EP is Emily Cap. Nick, who is who was the EP on Selfie, Suburgatory, also did As Told by Ginger. She's pretty cool. What? She, As Told by Ginger. Oh. <laughs> That's the whole throwback. Asshole by Ginger. Has As like Told a, by Ginger. Sort of terrible self-grooming show or something. Hey, just cursed. Ha. Huh? Okay. <laughs> but I didn't use the F word, and that's what matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Who I really like. I think she's really cool. So I hope, hope this turns out well. Um, What's it about? It is about uh, a couple, that chick from... Uh, Emily, uh, no, Jenna, Jenna Fisher. Fisher. Jenna Fisher. I was going to say Jenna Fishman, I knew that wasn't right. <laughs> Jenna Fishman and some guy. Oliver Hudson. Oliver Hudson. Oh my you God. are a... Kate bit, Hudson's brother, bro. I don't know. How would I know that? I haven't seen him He's in anything. He's in Dawson's Creek, which is the only reason why I, I hate it. Um, but they are married, and they hate each other, so they get divorced, but they're like... Hate is they, a strong word. Well, they, they strongly dislike They're each like other. They're like uncoupled. Yeah. Kind of. So they, they decide to get divorced, but still live in the same house, because it'll make, like, caring for their kids easier, basically. Mm-hmm. So they have, like, on and off times, where instead of shifting the kids from house to house, <laughs> one of them just goes to live in the house with the kids, the other one just goes to live in the garage. <laughs> I love it. I think that's a cute idea, though. Yeah. But as, as fate would have it, living apart, or a small amount of apart, actually makes them fall in love more than they were before they got divorced. Yeah. It's interesting. I like that take of it, but I feel like it's more towards Jenna Fisher's character, that Mm -hmm. she's going to fall more in love with him, because she's going to... Meanwhile, like, you know, like, he's an attractive older guy who can get (laughs) any girl he wants, apparently, and that, like, she's going to realize what she had and she missed it, you know? But he seems like he he deserved to get divorced, you know? Well, he did, but, like, you know, like, I feel like that's her realization is, like, oh, I didn't know how good I had it because she single, and then she sees him, like, screwing everyone. Right? I feel like he's gonna go through a period where he screws everyone, and then he's gonna be, like, actually Jenna Fisher's my lady. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, it'll be yeah. a season three, probably, like, we'll get married again. Yeah, because even the even the uh, official logline is, like, and then, divorcing makes them fall in love, or, like, uh, brings them closer together. Yeah. Well, they can only get so close, because if they get married again, the show's over. Yeah. You can't be- just keep breaking up and getting back together and breaking up and getting back together. It's yeah, like that doesn't work. I don't know. It's um, it's, now that I thought about it, what, you saying that made me, it reminds me of uh, Jesse and Celeste Forever. Um, mm-hmm. it's I think that's the right thing. Is that like a Celeste and Jesse Forever? Whew, there we go. A scripted show. It's uh, it's a movie with Je- uh, Andy Sandberg and um, Rashida Jones, and it mm. it's about a couple who were like were married and best friends decide to get a divorce and they decide to stay friends. And they lived in the same house for a while, but then they realize, you know, the That's feelings come idea. back, and then yeah. they give up, and then well, Andy Samberg ends up finding love elsewhere, and she's sad about it, and she's like, how could I have it, you know? 
Yeah. Definitely reminds me of that. You're basing right your entire premise for this movie off of Celeste and Jesse. No, I just thought about that and it reminded me a lot of this, so mm. that now it's coming back to me. But it's I don't I think it'll be different though. But um yeah. Who wouldn't love Jenna Fisher? Who would not? She's cool. It's um it's interesting though. Was, was this a comedy or it's a comedy, right? It's yeah, I feel it's a comedy. I don't know, because it it's it's a very serious concept for comedy, I feel. Yeah, I just didn't feel like it could carry a whole hour every yeah. week for 22 weeks in a row. Definitely. It feels like half Then it would be, like, Parenthood. It would yeah. be weird. Parenthood got real sad. Yeah. This doesn't feel like it's going to get into, like, a cancer realm. Yeah, that would be sad. Um, there, it was funny beats. One of, one of the funniest beats, I thought, was when she tr- tried to, like... There's, there's a Ruth Bader Ginsburg moment and you should watch that for uh, that because yeah. it was the second time I've seen Ruth Bader Ginsburg used in a sexual context so it's interesting so. maybe there's some writers out there who just got like a weirdly specific fetish uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is a cool ass lady she's though. a foxy lady she's pretty cool With she's a done some mind. badass things in life so <laughs> who knows uh, yeah any lingering thoughts no <laughs> cool uh, you can tell that are getting shorter and shorter as the movement yeah. go on my last, my last one that we're going to do, I just ran out of space on the page, and I was like, I guess I'm going to take any more notes. I want to get a new page out. <laughs> That's you were in a notebook, too. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But it's, I could rip out this page, and it won't disrupt my notebook flow. Aww. Uh So, what would you give us uh, in stars? Maybe it was seven. Mm-hmm. Seems on brand for things I would watch. It seems like a sad comedy. Or like, you know, sad comedy. like, you know, a, like a weird, funny comedy. Like, I could watch this because it seems like a fun concept, them trying to navigate around themselves, especially the fact that he's in the garage. They're switching off in the garage. Like, not even just yeah. the dad in the garage. Like, she's going to be in the garage, too. Yeah. That's going to be hilarious. He's with centipedes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Sorry. I forgot about that. So, yeah, I think it's a seven. Yeah. I'm going to give it, like, a six. A six? Yeah. Then. That's my standard, like, neutral good. Yeah. Neutral good. Yeah. Yeah. Five is like neutral neutral. Four is neutral bad. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah. it was a 6.5 then. 6.5! Woo! All right. Yeah. Ten days in the valley. Last one. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Wait, technically there's also a, Ro- a Roseanne reboot we should probably talk about really fast. Oh, yeah. There was not a trailer for it on yes. TV line, and we were too lazy to see if there was a trailer or not on TV line, so... Yeah, I don't think there was a trailer. It just just said, watch like, Roseanne in the press, and you'll know what it's about. Yeah, right? they're coming back. What's I happening? We don't know. They also said they're going to resuscitate or revive John Goodman's dead character. Interesting. Because he died in the finale. And they're like, yeah. Spoiler. Spoiler. It's a comedy <laughs> from the 90s. I think you can get over it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so. So it's exactly yeah. what Roseanne used to be, but older. Yeah, I don't know why they're deciding to reboot it, though. It's kind of yeah. dated. For those who don't know what Roseanne's about, it's about Roseanne Barr, a comic from the 90s. And her, like, lower-middle-class family and their struggles to get by. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it feels like the Goldberg... It's, it's been a lot of one of the most realistic depictions of people who are, like, lower-middle-class or poor. Yeah. Um, because so many times in comedies, they'll be like, oh, we have no money, and they live in, like, this crazy, spacious loft apartment, whereas mm-hmm. the Roseanne's family, like, actually like, new in, like a shithole. <laughs> yeah. Like, half of them can't pay rent, but they still have a dope-ass apartment. Yeah, whereas, like, Roseanne was always more, like, they, they can't buy something. They can't buy something, yeah. you know? Like, they live in a crappy apartment, they have crappy cars, they wear crappy clothes. You think it's gonna fall into the, like, the middle territory, though? I hope not. I don't like the middle. Because, I mean, like, we already had Roseanne, but, like, the middle is kind of like that. Yeah. You know, it's like an updated... The middle's not very funny. <laughs> 
Yeah, my parents watch that show. <laughs> it can be funny sometimes. Literally, every time we talk about TV shows, my mom will be like, how is the middle still on? Tell me, who's keeping the middle on television? I'm like, people like it, Mom. It's just, we don't like it. Yeah, exactly. Like, older people. There are many people who like that show. I mean, I know, like, one of our friends is from Indiana, and she likes it because it's very relatable. So I just, well, my parents were from Iowa, and I don't like it. But... You're not from Indiana, are you? Indiana's got such a vastly different culture than Ohio. <laughs> I mean, it's in the middle of the country. So. We're they're right next to each other. Ohio's kind of like towards that. No, they're literally touching each other. My sister went to school in Indiana. We okay, fine. Okay, well, I just think... Oh, <laughs> I, know where, I know where Ohio is, by the way. I'm just thinking it's next to Pennsylvania more. It is also next to Pennsylvania. <laughs> you can touch more than one state with your state. Okay, okay. So shut down the sass. You've lived in California your whole life, which touches like seven states. I know that. Shh, I know that. Anyway, 10 Days in the Valley... Okay, what is it about? And that's wait, a wait, wait, wait. let me give you my, my oh, okay. fact. It's from E.P. Tassie Cameron, um, who was previously created Rookie Blue. Mm. So, what's it about? I'm going to ask you that question, because I genuinely am not sure. Um, a writer, or E.P., who knows, is on a fancy cop-related show in the Valley, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. she's on a show, she's staffed, she created this cop show... She has beef with her ex-husband, and I guess she one day when she's out writing her script, her daughter gets kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And things start to emerge, like her beef with her husband, she thinks it's him who kidnapped the daughter, and then you find out she is writing this dope crime show that apparently is going to get really hyped because she got True Life event accounts from it. Yeah, without the guy's permission, really. Yeah, and it's... She took off the book stuff and wrote them into her... And I guess she didn't, like, color them up, you know, like, not, yeah. like, you know, like, you know, like... She didn't make them different enough? Yeah, that's what I meant. It's like, you. Yeah, I was trying yeah. to, like, think of it, like, you know, it's, um, like, color And it books seems like the, the... The events in her series are kind of matching up to the events of her actual daughter's actual kidnapping. Hmm... I didn't even pick up on that one. I think that's what it was. That's interesting. Um, that I would be more interesting because, because interesting. I did not pick up on that at all. And I it's think... just a lady writing an unrelated script that doesn't feel very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I hope it only goes for 10 episodes. Because otherwise why call it 10 Days in the Valley. Unless yeah. her daughter dies after 10 days, which is just really sad. This one wouldn't be that bad of a short limited. Yeah. Because like, it feels like can't, either the daughter dies, they never find the daughter, or they find the daughter. Yeah. There are only like three endings to that. And previous shows that have had this exact same premise, almost, mm-hmm. with the child being kidnapped, have only been one season yeah. shows. It, it's not, it doesn't bode well. Like, whoever thought Broad, to this up. Broadchurch, fantastic first season. Eh, second season. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, uh, kidnapped, one of my favorite shows, which was only a one season show with Jeremy Sisto. Really great show, rich kid gets kidnapped, and then, like, Jeremy Sisto has to go figure out, like, where he went. It's a like, crazy thing, mm-hmm. you know? That only lasted one season. It, it doesn't have enough legs to go beyond getting Unless the Unless they kind of whip out some sort of crazy conspiracy, and I hate when shows whip out the crazy conspiracy. I mean, this show seems to be hinting towards that. Though. I know. I mean, but, like, that's why I didn't like Prison Break, because is if it's about two prison brothers, two brothers in prison trying to get out, yeah. fantastic show. Yeah. When it's about two brothers in prison who are somehow related to this conspiracy to kill the president. I didn't know that. Not a fantastic show. <laughs> that sounds crazy. <laughs> yeah. When you start getting into the shady people in the background who are like murdering a like a senator who's now got had a stroke or something, and they take his all his teeth out, that's when it gets weird. Yeah, that seems a little weird. Yeah, this show's just gonna be weird because so many times, like in our one of our classes, our teacher said, "Don't you don't want to watch 
the show about how a show gets made because it's not interesting. It's the same reason that everybody thinks that they want to watch a show about kids going to college, but nobody actually wants to watch a show about kids going to college because 80% of it is just them doing homework. Well, that's not a re- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they're gonna, you know, like, you always have to sexify everything. Like, kids going to college, look at Felicity. Well, Felicity was a really good college depiction. But, you know, like, community. (laughs) Community. That wasn't about kids going to college. It's about middle-aged people mixed with kids going to college. Yeah. I mean, everyone thinks, like, I had a great college experience. I'd love to watch that on TV. But in honesty, a lot of it was, like, you staying up late, going down to the 7-Eleven, getting some coffee. Getting donuts. Yeah. (laughs) For me, it was, like, walking to the Wawa at, like, four in the morning and getting a sandwich and then going and studying and wishing I wishing for death at seven in the morning. And wishing for <laughs> death. A lot of it wasn't, like, television compelling. Yeah. And I feel like I didn't have nearly enough uh, fun sexual encounters for television. <laughs> no, I love how you're telling this on a podcast. I mean, I had, I was exactly like that person that you'd want to have <laughs> sexual encounters on. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> My yeah. life was Grey's Anatomy, but with books yeah, and books. not with scouts. <laughs> what do you mean, not with boys? <laughs> just being sad. Insulted. No, I'm just being sad. I'm just being sad. I love you. Salty over here. <laughs> she, you were salty to me. You're going to make everyone on this podcast question my sexuality, and I don't appreciate it. I always said books because it went with boys. I don't know what you were talking about. Never mind. Never mind. Let's take back what I said. I did not mean it that way. I was just trying to be funny. <laughs> All right. You made her laugh, though. So. Yeah. What? Uh, <coughs> oh, I said it. It's over It's over dramatic at the beginning. Yeah. There's like a lady. Is it a lady or a man? I don't even remember now. But they have like a soothing, deep voice. And it sounds like a prescription drug commercial. Where they're like, Lunesta helps you sleep. Right? <coughs> and they're like, Susie Ann is a writer in the valley. Yeah. She has a young daughter and an estranged husband. Watch yeah. as she tries to solve the mystery of her daughter's disappearance. <laughs> oh my god, who made this trailer? Yeah, it was a, I don't know, the trailer was not the best. Yeah, on the, on the basis of the trailer alone, I'm gonna give it like a four. Yeah. Cause, uh, and I also told you exactly what the first episode's gonna be about, though. Tell me everything. In fact, I might give it a three. Yeah. I, this is the one Ooh. I disliked the most. Damn, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it set, makes me sad, because I, I don't know. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like clever or smart it just seems kind of lazy it could blow me out it could be Broadchurch you never know which Broadchurch was, with, but I think Broadchurch is its own separate yeah thing. Broadchurch started out real boring though and only as it goes on are you like oh a slow crazy. burn yeah but it was great though like yeah I watched one? at the airport and I was sobbing when I was there too oh yeah it was so cool. when they tell the parents there's, that they found the dead son I was yeah. just I lost it everybody yeah. at the airport was like this girl has definitely yeah. got some sort of issues yeah <laughs> every episode that show was fantastic pretty yeah. good you know so um I don't know. I don't really have high hopes for this one. Yeah. So. I may watch the trailer, or the pilot, if there's nothing else on I mean, we'll week. probably watch the pilot for this. We say that, but then a lot of times we're like, we're too lazy, or something else is on TV, or yeah, I don't want to watch it. Depending <laughs> on when they all come out, I guess, too. I know. Every time I tell people we have a podcast where we watch pilots, they're like, you watch all the pilots? And I'm like, ah, no. We watch, like... Five to ten, depending on how many, how busy we are, what's on TV, and whether or not we have Hulu. Yeah, well, we've been busy the last last couple months, which is why we were MIA, so. But, yeah, so I, so you're a three? I'm a three. I'm gonna give it a four, because I feel bad. So it's a (laughs) 3.5. 3.5. Were you gonna give it a three, too, but then I forced your hand? 
Mm, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I just was so indifferent that I'm like, a four is indifference. So. <laughs> four is indifference. How do I express my indifference in the fullest? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, indifferent. Indifferent. Check it out. Don't. Check it out. <laughs> Hopefully it, it proves me wrong and the stupid voiceover doesn't happen to the show. And Yeah, we're hoping these shows do prove us wrong, though. Yeah, I always mayor. hope for these shows to be good. Because... I want to watch more good television. Yeah. I don't want stuff to be bad. Mm-mm. That's not helpful. <laughs> yeah. We, we want them to be good. Yeah. But. So we're going to tear them apart, and all of them will listen to our wildly famous and uh, popular podcast yeah. that everyone in the industry flocks to yeah. whenever we publish it. Definitely. As is well known by all. Definitely. Uh, and then they will be so heartbroken by our mean comments that they will make the shows fantastic. Yeah, they should so, just listen to us all the When time. these shows turn out fantastic, you can thank us. <laughs> <laughs> not it the great writers behind them. Me and Ariel, and not at all the work of all those hardworking people. All those hardworking writers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so next one, catch us on our next episode, which is going to be probably NBC. NBC! So, yeah. All, all right. right. Pilot Light. Out. <laughs>